For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Joining us now from Lakeland, Florida, is former Congressman Dennis Ross. We've had him on before. We asked uh, Mr. Ross to uh, reappear because he served from 2011 to 2019. Um, and he was involved with the uh, congressional contempt citations against Eric Holder, the former attorney general under Barack Obama, and Lois Lerner, the IRS chief in Cincinnati who uh, investigated conservative uh, agencies uh, in an illegal way. So he knows, uh, Mr. Ross, what's going on. He is now uh, teaching at Southeastern University in Florida um, at the Center for Political Leadership. So did I make any mistakes that I don't think anything's going to happen to Christopher Ray, even if he is cited for contempt of Congress? I, I, don't, th I don't see it. Bill, you, you, you paint the picture exactly as it is. That's the political reality. Uh, look, the, the statute that requires or allows for contempt of Congress is permissive. Permissive in that the Department of Justice or the U.S. Uh, District Attorney for the, Department, for the District of Columbia has, can, can, can either file uh, criminal proceedings uh, against the, the defendant, or in this case, it would be Christopher Wray or not. Christopher Wray is the boss of the Department of Justice. That's not going to happen. Uh, they're, they're, this, that's the political reality. Now, they also have another avenue, and we did this in the Eric Holder. Uh, we, we, we did a resolution in the alternative. We did one pursuing criminal uh, contempt of Congress and one doing civil. The, the Department of Justice, of course, with Eric Holder being the attorney general, didn't even bother to pursue the criminal contempt, so that we pursued then the civil contempt in uh, federal court. And the judge there basically said, look, uh, th there really isn't anything here, but I'm going to require that the attorney general turn over the, the documents you request, redacting anything that they may deem to be privileged and confidential. So we got back documents that were just blotted out, there were pages where there was no words on it because it was all blotted out. The third no, I, I just wait. I want to stop you there. I want to remind everybody this was at the Fast and Furious gun episode yes. where the federal government of the United States was uh, sending uh, guns to Mexico to try to track where they went. Whole thing got uh, lost. Out of and, control. Right. And then a, a U.S. agent was killed by one of the guns. And now right. Holder himself basically said nothing, but was pretty arrogant about this whole thing. He knew that. Who's going to investigate me when I'm in charge? You made a slight mistake, Congressman, when you said that Christopher Ray's in charge of the Justice Department. Merrick Garland's in charge. Um, and Merrick Garland could order Christopher Ray to hand over the document, but Eric Garland is a party apparatchik Democrat, and he's not going to do that. But anyway, back to Holder. Holder was basically arrogant, right? He didn't care. Oh, he was absolutely arrogant. I remember questioning him uh, in, in the Oversight Committee and, and, and also in Judiciary when he would come testify before us. Uh, I had never seen anything quite so arrogant as the testimony he would give to Congress. Uh, and and it, was, it was a little bit, you know, disconcerting, especially with the Fast and Furious operation was such a failure and an American life was lost because of neglect 
uh, and, and ignorance on behalf of the Department of Justice in, in that operation. We should have been to the, to the bottom of that and, and held those people accountable, uh, but we couldn't. Politically, we just couldn't get the contempt of Congress to have the weight and the leverage that I think the statute was intended to have. Yeah, and same thing with Lois Lerner. Holder is overseeing that. Holder's not going to do anything, although she was forced to quit because it was so corrupt. So when, when people say to you, and they certainly say this to me, Congressman, we live in a corrupt country. Our federal government, our FBI, they are dishonest. How do you reply to that? Well, I, I think there's there's truth to that, Bill. I, I, you know, we have we as members of Congress had ceded so much authority to administrative agencies that we just can't get reach and get it back. And and I had an experience when with a FISA warrant that was issued for metadata uh, for Verizon under the auspices that there was all this terrorist activity maybe at risk, and they wanted every phone record in the United States of every cellular phone provide, uh, customer Verizon. And I said, wait a second, my 80-year-old mother-in-law is a Verizon customer. She's not terrorist. So I went down to go see about who executed the FISA warrant because it's an ex parte proceeding. It's under oath. They wouldn't let me see it. I was a member of Congress. I'm sworn to secrecy. I have clearance, security clearance. They wouldn't let me see it. There is, I believe, a tip of the iceberg out there where because members of Congress continue to have to run every two years, have so much on their plate, they've ceded so much authority to these administrative agencies that there is a likelihood of a deep state situation going on, and especially in the Department of Justice when they're kind of controlling themselves. You know, yeah, they, they I, control I don't their think destiny. even among Democrats and liberals, I don't think anybody trusts this Department of Justice at all now. But Steve Bannon did go to jail yeah. on a contempt of Congress charge. How did that happen? Well, I, I, I think at that time you had a, a very aggressive... Um, uh, Attorney General, um, uh, who, even though he was part of the, the Trump administration, was probably more concerned about the letter of the law than he was the political realities or outcomes. Or You're talking about William Barr, right? I am. Yes, sir, I am. Okay, so yeah. Barr went against his own party and, and did yeah. the, do you consider that the right thing that Bannon got charged like that? Well, I consider the right thing is to follow the procedure that there's enough evidence to substantiate or in any in any suggestion, allegation that has any credibility to it, to suggest that there should be a further investigation and a criminal filing, then yes, irrespective of party affiliation, that should be done. That's the sanctity of the office that needs to be pursued and preserved. And so in that regard, yes, I agree uh, that, that Barr did the right thing. As for the outcome, I leave that up to the judge and, and, and the, the... Yeah, Bannon didn't help himself. He, he didn't testify. No. And he just said, look, do what you want. He wanted to be a martyr. And, and he came out one. Final and get a, and he, he could get a pardon, too. He, he was probably going to get a pardon. You know, he was, he, he was going to get a pardon because yeah. Trump was president. Um, but he did serve time. Yes, he did. Okay. So now, um, what are the odds, in your opinion, that this whistleblower, the guy who's accusing Joe Biden of bribery, flat out bribery, flat out taking money uh, and doing favors for whoever. We don't even know who that is. What are the odds that this whistleblower shows up in front of one of these House committees and just blows everything out of the water? 
I think that the odds are not too great that he's going to do that because his life is at stake. However, having the chance to view that 1023 form is an indication that there might be further investigations, ancillary or independent sources of evidence could be pursued by way of deposition by the Oversight Committee, which would corroborate what the whistleblower is saying. So you might be able to substantiate this through independent sources having seen the 1023 document. So th this is a good move. I, even though you probably won't get a contempt of Congress uh, to, to ultimately stick against Christopher Wray, you might be able to gain enough evidence to start getting other people who were concerned about their own livelihoods, who were concerned about their own uh, physical safety, to start talking privately and in depositions, which would corroborate what the whistleblower said and build a very credible evidentiary case uh, against uh, uh, Biden based on what the whistleblower But it all has right. to be done by Congress, not the law absolutely. enforcement agency that's supposed to do it. You're, I mean, you're absolutely right, Bill. Geez. You're right, but that's the beauty of our system is we have the checks and balances. You, you got a fallback position, but it shouldn't ever come to this. All right, I Congressman. You. Very good. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. Do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death. But not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. Thanks to trust and will, you don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. Trust and will walks you through the whole process step by step. Each will or trust is state-specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, healthcare preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank-level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just $199. Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents at trustandwill.com bill. That's trustandwill.com bill. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Culture War Update. Uh, so as you know, the Dodgers are honoring the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence at their gay day on Friday, June 16th. And uh, the uh, organization has defiled uh, the Catholic Church and Christian icons like Jesus and Mary. They're a hate group. So since that happened, the honor was reinstated by the Dodgers. Attendance at Dodger Stadium has been flat. Okay, they haven't lost anybody, even though there have been calls for boycotts. That's not working. Now, I said there might be some karma if you believe in God, 
On the Dodgers, since they announced they reinstated the Sisters to the Honor platform, the Dodgers have gone 6-6. Six and six. Yankees uh, beat them a couple of times. So I'm a, I'm a believer in karma, all right? And this is a bad deal for the Dodgers and the Los Angeles Angels have gotten away with it so far. So sports is melding with politics more and more and more. And a guy who knows that very well is joining us now from Miami in a limousine. He is covering the NBA. <laughs> not a limo. Oh, yeah. It's not a limo, Bill. It's a concert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's it's covering so the NBA Finals so uh, tomorrow night is the third game. Stephen A. Smith, the author of Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. Good book. You did a good job there, Stephen. Um, he's the host of Stephen A. Smith podcast on YouTube. In addition, he works for ESPN on first take every morning. So he is overemployed. Stephen Smith is overemployed. Too many jobs like me. All right. All right. First of all, the Dodgers. Colossal mistake. Correct? Colossal mistake. Well, I, you know what? That remains to be seen, Bill, only from the standpoint that we understand at the end of the day, these are business decisions. And when you think that something is going to ingratiate you with an audience or it's going to prevent an audience from separating itself from you, most of these decisions are based on that premise. And so when you look at it from that perspective, that's what I think you have to take into consideration here. A lot of times you see organizations and what they're doing, particularly in this day and age with one issue after another, a new issue seemingly cropping up every single week for crying out loud. When that stuff is going on, what you're trying to do is wiggle and maneuver your way through the terrain, so to speak, and to make sure that it doesn't find its way uh, towards affecting your bottom line in the So what I'm hearing way. from you is the Los Angeles Dodgers have no morality at all. They'll honor a okay. hate group if they think the hate group's honor will bring them money. I don't know this definitively, but I'm inclined to say yes. Oh. I'm inclined to say yes because the guess angels, what? That's the, what that's a, the LA what, Angels going uh, to have again. The Angels have uh, to change their name. The Angels uh, have to I'm change saying, their name. They can't honor a group that hates Christians and calls themselves the angels. I don't know anything about this group. I'm not speaking about a specific group. Come what I'm on, saying to you, you Bill O'Reilly, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. No, no, no. In fairness to you, I haven't done my homework on this particular oh, group, this particular issue. On. I have not. But let me say this to you. Let me. I'm not questioning anything about the group. What I'm saying to you is this. I'm inclined to believe when I speak about that, I'm speaking in generalities because in my years of covering sports, particularly in this day and age with the exorbitant amount of money that has really cropped up, to answer your question, I do think that morality has gone out the window for a whole bunch of folks but acting it's as if morality now. is playing a role. So remember last, remember last summer when right. Manfred, the commission of baseball, moved yes. the All-Star game out of Atlanta hurting African-American businesses like crazy through Denver under a fraudulent banner of voter suppression, which was blown out of the water when Georgia had record voter participation a few months Mm -hmm. later in the midterms. So what about you're missing one? What about what happened in 2017 when the NBA moved the all-star game? 
to New Orleans from Charlotte because of the whole bath, the quote unquote bathroom law that was put into place I know. by Governor McCrory at the time. This I mean, crazy. it's not the first time it's happened. It's but not the first time it's nuts. happened. But, okay. And I'm saying to you, Bill O'Reilly, whether it's Bill O'Reilly, Mr. No Spin himself, how many times have you called out one corporation after another spanning decades because morality has been thrown out the window in favor of their bottom line? You but they get hurt. Those companies get hurt. Whereas I don't okay. think the Dodgers are going to lose any anything but more games because I think God is going to punish them. And I hope he and does. what does that say to you? I don't like them anymore. What does that say anyway. to you? The fact, what, what does that say to you about the fact that you've been covering these kind of stories for years and as you accurately pointed out, once upon a time, corporations were hurt by these things. Well, now, now they're they are being too. hurt. No, Anheuser-Busch well, got blown out of the that, water. That is true. Target Absolutely. got blown out of the water and is, and is getting worse. Okay. But here's the nexus. Look, you, I predict, I don't even know if you know this or not, are going to cross over into what I do in the next few years. Barkley is so, already huh? doing it because mm -hmm. CNN hired him to do a weekly, and that's not going to be right. about somebody shooting a three-pointer, Okay. He's going to give right. his opinion on world events, country events. You're going to do the same thing. But in the sports industry itself, right. politics is now coming on in so heavy. Is that a good mm -hmm. or bad thing? Depends on the issue. And I would tell you this. You know this better than me because obviously you're a little bit older than me, although you look better. Here's the deal. You remember in the 60s and the 70s and you saw civil rights era, you saw Muhammad Ali refusing to enter the draft and, and go into the army because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. You saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, the late Jim, Grant, Jim Brown, God rest his soul, standing behind him in support of him or sitting by his side in support of him because that was a clear issue when you talk about black, uh, black folks and how folks were treated. Now we've got issues. We've got xeno what people would classify as xenophobia. We've got situations involving immigration. We've got the transgender issue. We've got the, 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 the homophobia. We've got all of these things that have percolated to the point where racism has just been, you know, it's like it's, it's not even up there on the food chain any longer for crying out loud compared to a lot of these other issues. And when you have that audience in the world of sports, here's the difference. Anheuser-Busch, you brought that up and said, okay, maybe I won't go buy some beer. Maybe I won't go to Target. It's a lot more difficult for an audience to sit up there and say, I'm not going to watch a football game. I'm not going to watch a baseball game. No, that's I'm not true. Watch a we saw game that with Kaepernick. That's the entertainment. And, we saw and that's that with the challenge. And, and but that's the, the challenge because the, the NFL comes into play. The NFL knew they were in danger and they ordered, the owners ordered the, the players not to kneel. And that's why it went away. They knew they were in danger. They were right on the edge. Now, there's another issue, and I need your take on this. Biologically sure. born men who choose as an adult to become a woman. And you're allowed right. to do that in America. You are right. allowed to do it. But then they want to get in the pool and swim against the female swimmers or well, play a sport against. And biologically, everyone knows physiologically, if mm -hmm. you're born a male, you are born stronger than a female. Mm -hmm. So does it make right. sense to allow these trans people to compete against women, in your opinion? I, in my opinion, no. And I've been on the record stating that. And, and, this, and this is my thing. I'm so liberal in my 
thinking on social issues. I'm fiscally conservative, but on social issues, I'm really big. I'm a really big proponent on living and let living. I believe that everybody should have the same equal rights, civil rights, et cetera, et cetera. I'm very, very big on that. So I'm very supportive of the homosexual community, the transgender community in that regard, et cetera, et cetera. But when you talk about people who are born men competing in a women's sports because they've transitioned to women, that is definitely a discussion that I think that we should all have because on its face, I don't see how that's possible, nor do Not I fair. see how it's right to an abundance of to, to every, every naturally born female out yeah, there who is competing in the world of sports. Not There's fair. a fairness issue there. And There's the only reason issue. it's no happening is because of this insane progressive woke culture. Final question. You came out and you said, President Biden, in your opinion, you have a right to it. You're an yes. American and I'm sure you're a yes. registered voter. It's too yes, old to, to carry on um, to be president. Okay. Right. You were attacked, and I don't know whether you follow the progressive internet, yeah. attacked. I mean, viciously okay. attacked. Okay. Uh, were right. you surprised that that um, vitriol came your way? No, because I think that we're living in a society right now where you can agree with somebody 99% of the time and the one time you don't agree with them, uh, the world is going to end. I don't give a damn about that. That's not what I care about. And the cynicism and the vitriol doesn't affect me one bit. I'm not engaging in ageism. Uh, because I support the elderly. I'm all for that. I don't believe that somebody should retire just because they're 70 or 75 or whatever the case may be. What I'm saying is that, to, and I think that a lot of people missed this point about what I was saying about the president. I think that when you're 80 years of age, when you're going to be 82 at the time uh, of the election, if you were to win, you'd go into your 85th, 86th birthday. The presidency of the United States is an all-encompassing responsibility. It's a huge, huge job. We're not talking about you going to work a nine to five. We're not talking about you even being the CEO of a company for crying out loud. I'm down for Do your thing. That's not a problem. But when you're talking about the presidency of the United States and all that that encompasses, more so than saying he shouldn't be in the presidency, I'm looking at the parties and saying, you have no one better? No, you have don't. no one better than an 80-year-old to, yeah, to, to and the, grow and up the Republicans against Trump might. or DeSantis or Nikki Haley. You're the Republicans. You have no one better than a 78-year-old to go up against. Uh, uh, I mean, but I can't say that about the Republicans because they no, have DeSantis. You can say it. And they have I mean, Nikki but Haley, Trump is a lot. Trump's a lot more right. vibrant than Biden. Yes, that's and, true. And I mean, I question. know that. Without question. And a couple of other things. Clint Eastwood's 93. And he's directing a movie. So I agree with you. Ageism isn't what we have here. What we have here is a diminishing man, Joe Biden. And if you don't know that, then you're not paying attention. Okay, so you, Stephen A. Smith, are willing to take what I've taken for the past 26 years, because I'm a big mouth in politics and I put my stuff mm -hmm. out there. You're willing to mm -hmm. take all of that? Are you sure you're willing to take all of that? Bill O'Reilly, I don't want to lose my job. I, I'll be the first to admit that or anything like that. But I got to tell you something. I've been around for a long time and not as long as you, but I've been around. And the the vitriol and the, the you know, the vicious attacks and all, I could care less, man. I don't lose a bit of sleep over it. Uh, it doesn't by phase the way, me Steven, in the slightest. By not the even way, a little bit. 
by the way, it's I couldn't care less, not I could. Because if you say I could care I less, that means you could care less. About I couldn't care. I, could, I, could I want care you to be. Bill. I want you to be the best pundit you can be. All right, because I I do Sir. follow your career. I'm a big sports guy. If you ever want to know anything yep. about sports, Stephen, you call me. By the way, um, you sure? And, you sure about that? Okay. Yeah, anything you want to know. Okay. I know. All right. Okay. I wouldn't uh, debate you and call my man Chris Cuomo on politics. I watch y'all all the time. Yeah, that's I wouldn't tomorrow debate night. Y'all politics, but sports, but yeah, sports, you, I think I'd take you, Bill. Those I are good I'd debates, right? Cuomo, yeah, O'Reilly, those are good debates. <laughs> yes, I like them I, a lot. I like I them a lot. I feel sorry for him. And I like you on Hannity, too, when you're calling the Hannity's radio show yeah. and he's talking to you extensively. I do like those. You do good. You're I'm, do, I'm you're glad you're following. doing good, Bill. But one more tip. One more tip. Yes. Don't ever right. say at the end of the day again, because that puts you yes, in the category of a backup catcher who's got nothing to say about anything, but you know he's going to say, at the end of the day, I'm a backup catcher. No, Fair in the beginning of the day, Fair you're enough. a backup catcher. At lunchtime, you're a backup catcher. So right. that cliche, I think you well, should go on a, a one-man crusade against sports cliches. Wipe them out. Right. Maybe so. I'll consider it. But I got a news for you. Yes. I don't consider myself a backup in anything. So you listen, just remember Steven, that. You would right. not be on this program if you were a backup. Right. Okay? We go. There we go. You, so I can get away know, with saying that at the end of the day. <laughs> I can get away with saying that at the end of the day. When you're, when you're a starter, you can get away with that. Occasionally. Uh, Occasionally. It, it's like a spear right. tip when I hear that. Right. And you tell your <laughs> you tell your comrades the same thing. Knock it off. You guys are smart. Get out there and be original in your analysis. Stephen A. Smith, let me give you another plug on the book because I liked the book and I hope everybody considers it for Father's Day. The only problem with it is that Stephen A. is on the cover of the book. All right. If he had put me on the oh, cover, Lord. he would have sold a lot more <laughs> copies. Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first days. <laughs> All right, Stephen, go, you, go watch that basketball game. Denver's going to win this series. You heard it here first. Oh, first, I think it's last. I picked Denver to win this series in six games long before I came on the show. Thank you very much, Bill. All right. You're a genius. There's no doubt about it. Thanks for helping us out. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, The Meaning and History of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential. For safeguarding our liberties, visit hillsdale.edu slash bill to register. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13, 
Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield Protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. This is the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Now, this indoctrination stuff is causing social upheaval all over the country. You know that, all right? So we see Target. uh, We see the Dodgers. The Dodgers, by the way, are falling apart on the field as I predicted, (laughs) that God would, you know. So they lost yesterday. They blew an unbelievable lead, and now they're all mad or in the dugout. or I I don't know. But anyway, I can't see the Dodgers prospering, but could be wrong. Anyway, this social upheaval about all the trans stuff, which basically backhoes into the gay stuff, all right, is causing people to get angry. And sometimes you act out in a way that's not fair. As I said before, a lot of gay people don't like this trans stuff, particularly when it's aimed at kids. I get letters all the time, and I read some of them. Now, it's all part of a breaking down traditional American society, and there is a new book out uh, called The Anti-Communist Manifesto. It's a great book cover, by the way, one of the best book covers I've seen in a while. It's by Jesse Kelly. You may know him. Uh, he's on the first TV along with me. Uh, he does a nationally syndicated radio program, The Jesse Kelly Show. And I think it took them like five days to come up with that title, but I'm not sure, Kelly. Um, the Jesse Kelly Show, is that widely debated about uh, what mm-hmm. we should call a radio show? <laughs> you know, Bill, it's actually funny. Initially, when I got that spot, the nationally syndicated radio spot, they wanted to call it something else. It was something, I forget, America Now or America First or something. And I thought, well, that's that's kind of confusing. Plus, I'm so arrogant that I just really wanted it to mainly focus on me and about me. And I'm the same way. The O'Reilly factor. Now, the No Spin News where you're on now, it's a little bit different, but everybody knows I run that operation. So I'm reading your book, and it's essentially... Um, about a communist movement that you believe is well underway in this country and how to fight against that, the anti-communist manifesto. But I'm still unclear about who exactly you feel is communist. So is President Biden a communist in your opinion? Well, it depends on how you want me to answer that question. I want you to answer it by your point of view. Is Biden a communist? 
Of course he is. Now, he may not be one of the ones that's doing the thinking. Of course he's not one of the ones that's doing the thinking. I think everyone can agree on that. But if 10 guys are sitting in front of me with ball bats and one guy wants to beat me to death with it and two of the guys don't really want to, but they'll go along with the group if everyone else does, does it really matter to me that it wasn't their idea and they don't really want to feel like it? Okay, no. but, but Joe let's, Biden, is, he is. Let's, let's stay specifically. You rightly define early in the book the anti-communist manifesto, what communist is. It's people who support the abolition of private property, that no private property should exist. That's what Karl Marx and Engels and Stalin and Castro, Mao, no private property. You have no power as a human being. The state tells you what to do. That's communist. Now, Biden doesn't believe that, does he? That's not communism. That was the original definition they sold to people. That's not, as I lay out in the book, the actual way it works out. Communism has nothing to do with nationalization of this or the government telling you this or government telling you that. Communism is simply the religion of the malcontent bill. That's why in the Soviet Union, they went after the urban poor. They told the Chinese when the Chinese communists were coming up, they said, hey, focus on the urban poor. And Mao and the Chinese said, no, that's stupid. We don't have malcontented urban poor here in China. We have malcontented rural poor here in China. So that's where we go. It took on a different form in Cambodia. They tried to do the same thing here, focusing on the workers. And that failed because our workers have an excellent standard of living here. It just never caught a hold. But in the, the original car, the in the original Communist Manifesto, private property is abolished. So you're expanding that, I think, in your analysis of the of the problem of communism am, am i right there yes and no i'm not expanding it they did it never took that form it never took that form originally that's how they sold it all communism's based on deception of course we're going to help the workers and make things equal and, and, and of course that but it never it never once took on the form that even marx envisioned it would take on it just took on as always a murderous totalitarian form and these murdering savages always rose to power by focusing on the malcontents of any society where they are. We in America have different ones here. That's why they changed tactics. We didn't have malcontented workers. We had angry black people who were being mistreated. We have angry gays. We have angry feminists because feminists are always freaking angry. We have angry climate change people who think your SUV is burning down the planet. They're malcontented. They're bitter. They want to burn the place down. People like not Joe Biden, but the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the Bill Gates's of the world, Jeff Bezos, the commies who are around Joe Biden. They know they can use those malcontents. They can use their anger to get power and burn down the country they hate. That's I see it. it. I see it more of a totalitarian movement than a doctrinaire communist movement. Um, these people that you've just mentioned all have one thing in common. They don't have confidence that we, the people, will make right decisions. They think we're a bad country from the jump. We've always been racist. We've always persecuted people. But they don't, they're not property driven as much as they don't want freedom. Freedom is what they're after. They want to impose trans. That's all communist, Bill. 
But that's all communists, Bill. They're all that way. I mean, the communists take over North Korea, as you well know. They were selling the same thing. It's not that they were about seizing private property. They saw themselves, the Kim, the Kim family, as kings. Yeah, but there's no private property in North everything. Korea, Jesse. There's no private property in North Korea. I, I but understand. I, you're that. separating. But it's all totalitarian, Bill. Yes. It's all totalitarian. And, and believe me. Always is. Now here's a, here's a question. I at the beginning of this program went over the far left media cabal that got Chris Licht fired and big names in there. And I ran them all down. What's in it for them to push this totalitarianism? The same thing that's always in it, Bill, power. Power and money is what's in it for them because they always believe, all of them do, they always believe the street communists, the Antifa, the street trash, all the way up to the Bezos, they all have convinced themselves that they will be the ones sitting at the seat of power when all the chairs have stopped being filled after the music stops. They always convince themselves, if I burn down enough, if I help this guy burn down enough, if I destroy enough, in the end, I will get all the things I've wanted that that guy has, and I'll punish my enemies, and it'll work out fine. But actually, that's the only good part about communism, Bill, is in the end, it ends up eating all of them. They'll all burn in the end. Everyone goes down. Well, either alive or dead. Final question for you. Joe Biden's the farthest left president we've ever had. He makes Obama look like Barry Goldwater. If you really understand what Biden enables the kind of thinking he enables, just the border alone, just that alone is so insane. But I don't believe that Joe Biden has any clue about what he is doing and what it is going to lead to. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. He's a useful idiot. Susan Rice is the thinking. Brian Deese is the thinking. You know all these names, Bill. All these commies who were around, all, they're all Barack Obama's people. Now there's no more Barack Obama to say, hey, slow down on that. Hey, that looks bad. You have this doddering old fool as commander-in-chief who doesn't have the reins held back on any of these people. He's a useful idiot, as most communists are. All right. Are you supporting Trump or are you keeping an open mind in the GOP? I don't care either way. I like Trump a lot. I like DeSantis a lot. Trump's public comments about uh, the COVID stuff rub me the wrong way right now, but I'm voting for either of them if they're the nominee. That's for sure. We got to stop this madness. All right. The book is uh, The Anti-Communist Manifesto. I really like the cover. Did you design that? That's a good cover. I did. Well, That's, I did and I didn't, Bill. I told him I wanted it very simple. I didn't want all the splashing cover and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I wanted it to be simple. I wanted I it do, to pop I design off all shelf. mine, and, and that's why I'm, I, I, this caught my eye. It's good. Good luck with the book, Jesse. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for coming on. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. 
CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault. Okay, so Dennis Prager, uh, I've known him for years, been on his radio show. I follow his Prager U. He's been tortured by uh, these high-tech companies unfairly. Uh, he's a man of intellect, uh, honesty, and I like talking to him. And we got him because he wrote a column that's kind of depressing there, Dennis. I'm just going to quote one paragraph, and then I have specific questions for you. You say, and this column appeared, I think, this week, in other words, the Democratic Party and the media will do to American political life what it has done to the arts, the universities, the high schools, the Boy Scouts, race relations, religion, the happiness of so many women misled by feminism regarding marriage and career, the moral fabric of American life, morality reduced to feelings, late-night television, Mainstream Judaism, Catholicism, and Protestantism, pro-football, and the sexual innocence of the young. It will poison it. Wow, that's a lot of uh, negative responsibility at the doorstep of the Democratic Party. Number one question, why, in your opinion, is the party doing this? Because it is no longer a liberal party, it's a, a left-wing party. And the left is a force for uh, destruction. It's a chaotic force. The Boy Scouts are a perfect example. They're, they're essentially been destroyed. They're, they ha had to accept girls, among other things. They don't even have the name Boy Scouts any longer. And the left has done that. But remember, this is the key. There is no left-wing alternative. There's no left-wing Boy Scouts. There's no left-wing institution to render boys into men. So they destroy, but they don't replace. They don't have anything good to, to replace it with. And I, the list that I, I wrote, I can back up every single one. The arts, just to give one example, the University of Pennsylvania English Department has taken down the mural of William Shakespeare and put up a lesbian Latin American poet. That's because they don't believe in, in excellence. They believe in diversity. 
you say that many women are unhappy because they've been misled by feminism. Would these women admit they're unhappy? Uh, my column, which comes out every Tuesday, my column about three weeks ago was the only time in my 20 years of column writing that I, I didn't write any words except the opening paragraph. The entire column was a transcription of a woman calling into my radio show who's 50 years old, four degrees, a, a graduate and undergraduate degrees, and uh, very successful, and just spoke with the deepest sadness about how she was misled by feminism to think that men are unnecessary or even a burden to a woman and that happiness is a career. And as she said, I go back to my successful home and I'm with my cats and my dogs, but I have no husband and I have no children. And I, I, this is what I have to look forward to the rest of my life. And she made that decision not to marry and have children because why? Oh, oh I, I, I ask, all your uh, viewers, uh, 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 Bill, should ask any young woman, any woman in their 20s that they know, I mean, a waitress at a restaurant, that someone that's, that's sitting, I, I talk to strangers very easily. So I will talk to a, a woman in her 20s and I'll say, can I ask you a question? I just love to ask people questions. There's no right or wrong answer, but here's the question. If you could be guaranteed a, uh, a great marriage or guaranteed a great career, which guarantee would you take? And I make it clear, it doesn't mean the other is impossible. It only means one is guaranteed. And the number of them that want the, the guaranteed careers is phenomenal because they have been led to believe, oh, if a man comes along, fine, but happiness in life will be uh, the career path. That's one example. Uh, uh, and, and now read uh, the Wall Street Journal at a uh, uh, huge piece and uh, elsewhere as well on how many Americans are lonely. And, the, and it said the group with the least kin is women with college education. Okay. I'm going to go back to my first question about the why of this. I don't disagree that the left-wing zealots are wreaking havoc on traditional America and ruining many things that were essentially good. As you said, they're not improving them. They're ruining them. All right? Mm -hmm. Uh, they're peddling a line that men are evil, that white people, white privilege keeps blacks and other minorities down. This is consistent across the board with far-left zealots. But again, why are they doing it? Do they want to live in Cuba? Do they think Venezuela is good? Do they admire the old Soviet Union? Do they like to go to China? I mean, because all of those societies are far left totalitarian places. I don't Bill, get the you why. Ask, you, ask, you are asking the toughest question I think I have dealt with since uh, God, why did God make the mosquito? I have to admit that one is an even bigger puzzle. Uh, but uh, that what you just posed, I, went, I studied in graduate school at Columbia at the uh, at the um, uh, Russian Institute. So I've been studying the left my whole life. Why people gravitate to it is a very great complex issue. But I'll offer you one thought. Every poll shows people on the right are happier than people on the left. 
unhappy people, there are unhappy people who are conservative, unhappy people who are liberal, et cetera, et cetera. However, unhappy conservatives overwhelmingly know life is difficult. I am not unhappy because of America. I am unhappy because life is inherently tragic. That is what wise people have known throughout history. The left has thrown out wisdom. And so they have concluded the reason they are unhappy is because their society is so flawed. It's misogynistic, it's racist, it's xenophobic, it's homophobic. If you're an unhappy woman, you have two choices, blame misogyny or blame the tragedy of life. Left, if So a left-wing woman will blame American misogyny and patriarchy. So there is a utopian streak on the left. What did Barack Obama say four days, five days before he was elected? We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. People on the left believe that America must be fundamentally transformed in order to make the utopia that they dream of. We conservatives know that the human condition is so flawed, America is a blessing, not a curse. It doesn't need to be fundamentally transformed. I have to be fundamentally transformed. Every individual does. That's, that's why I'm religious. Religion, in my case, Jewish. Judaism taught me Dennis Prager's biggest problem is Dennis Prager, not America. Okay, that's a very good explanation. Enter Donald Trump, who uh, I think all Americans would say is a flawed man, as we all are, right? We all are. Right. But his right. flaws are magnified by a media that hates him, by a press that doesn't feel seeking the truth is the mandate any longer. They feel that their power must be used to remove this president, remove him from the office. So all of that vast power given to them by the Founding Fathers and the money behind them, NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, is being used to destroy Donald Trump. Do you think he knows that? And is he fighting back effectively? Those are two, obviously, two separate questions. Oh, he knows that. Is he, is he effective? He's effective for his base. I think he could be more effective. I wish he spoke the way uh, I do. <laughs> and I'm not using me because I'm so great. I'm just, uh, I know that I use reason. I, I, uh, I don't yell at people. Uh, I, I wish I could, you know, move my my brain and mouth into him for 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 eight years or four years. Uh, I, I wish he spoke like Barack Obama, uh, but uh, it doesn't matter. It, it, if the man were Churchillian, uh, if if he were Sophocles and Plato, it wouldn't matter. They hate the man that defeated their party when they sh that party should have won. That is inexcusable. He must be destroyed. They hate Pence. Pence doesn't. Pence is Pence is a saint compared to him. Pence won't. Pence won't have dinner alone with a woman who isn't his wife, and they yell at him for that. They actually fear Pence more. If you read the New York Times opinion page, they say, "Oh, this guy's worse. He's a Christian. At least, at least uh, Trump is not that." All right. What about the younger American? I mean, we, we're, we know what's going on in the college campuses. We know 
uh, the media and Hollywood in particular is pushing this secular agenda, whereas religion doesn't matter. Morality is based on feelings, not right and wrong, because there is no right and wrong because there is no God. I mean, the idiot with the Ten Commandments, he was just some raving lunatic, and we don't even believe he had the Ten Commandments. Okay? So younger Americans, besieged by this, no counterweight other than O'Reilly and Prager, and to get their attention is not easy. Okay? So it looks like the country might be doomed. The country might be doomed. I admit it. I, 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 it's painful. The greatest experiment in goodness and freedom in history may, may in fact, uh, be ruined. The forces of chaos are, are, are very strong in the human species. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm writing a five-volume commentary on the Bible. The first volume came out the last year, the Rational Bible. And uh, I, I know Hebrew fluently, and I, I, I've been teaching this my whole life, and I'm trying to make it rational. God, you know what God did, The uh, according to Genesis? God, forgetting that God created the world, which I believe he did. But what he did for the six days of creation, and I don't, I don't take six days literally, but it doesn't matter. I don't care if people do or not. I just want to make that clear. Uh, that's not my point. My point is what he did is he made order out of chaos. And we, uh, the forces of chaos, are, are undoing the order. The most obvious, uh, New York City this week, the law was enacted this week on January 1st, that a parent has the right to put on a birth certificate under sex, the, word, the letter X, that my child no, is neither right. male we don't nor want female. We don't have it, right. Well, no, look, that is chaos, Bill. That's chaos. That's sure. And it's it's secularism to the nth degree because you have a communist running and de Blasio is a communist. The mayor of yeah. New York is a communist um, running the town because 23 percent of the electorate turned out and they're machine Democrats. They bust them in and they, they voted for him. The other 75 percent couldn't have been bothered. So you get the government you deserve. You live in Los Angeles, one of the most secular cities in the world and you see the entertainment industry which is one of the most powerful um, entities on this planet all right you see it no longer trying to entertain but trying to indoctrinate and you see it in the music industry with the uh, rap and, and and you can go tv not quite there yet but on the way but movies off the chart. How did that happen? As I, as the, the paragraph you read uh, at the very beginning of the show with me is exactly what I say and what has happened. The left, since its inception, since its inception, certainly since Lenin, the left everywhere politicizes everything. The, the left is totalitarian. Liberals are not totalitarian. The protectors of liberalism today are conservatives. The left is the enemy of liberalism. The, the left is totalitarian by nature. It will take over whatever it can. That's why I wrote the list. Pro football, late night television, the arts, sexuality, every area of life. There is no 
here is the irony. They make safe spaces at colleges if, if a conservative shows up, but they deprive Americans of safe space. Johnny Carson gave Americans a safe space every night. He was not a conservative. He was not a liberal. He was a, 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 a friendly guy coming to give you a little laughter at the end of a hard day because life consists of hard days. That was his task, not the left. They have taken over that. They have taken over pro football. You have to honor, like Nike honors Colin Kaepernick, who had police uh, uh, drawn as pigs on his socks no, during I... one of his practice games. There doesn't seem so, to be any, there doesn't, if you speak out against the Hollywood totalitarianism and the indoctrination, you don't work. I mean, it's right. McCarthyism in reverse. Final yep. question for you. What about performance? So the American people elect 40 uh, more Democrats to the House of Representatives and Republicans. So they know Nancy Pelosi is now going to be in charge. If you go to San Francisco, and I'm sure you do, and you walk through Nancy Pelosi's district, talk about chaos. Talk about you, lack of civility. You're confronted by substance abusers who are aggressively coming at you for money, defecating on the streets. The police won't charge them with anything. Highest car break-in uh, crime in the country. This is Nancy Pelosi's district, where she's been the representative for what? 40 years? 30 years? What about performance? It doesn't right. mean anything anymore. See, Bill, the trouble is you think like a conservative. The moment you ask, what are the consequences, you're a conservative. That is a conservative question. Does it work? Does it enhance human goodness? Does it make society better? Those are conservative questions. The, the, the further left you get, the, the questions are different. They are, how do I feel about myself with regard to a given policy? Am, am I compassionate? Am I considerate? Am I tolerant? Am I open? That's their question. They don't ask, does it work? Well, let me That's jump in here, though. If, if, and I agree that many left-wing people, it's all about them and how they feel. But how could you be a compassionate liberal or left-winger and watch Brett Kavanaugh and his family destroyed on no evidence? How could you feel good about that? How could you be a feeling, compassionate person and support that, which the left can't. Did? They are not. They're mean. As a general rule, leftists are mean. Liberals are in the middle, but leftists are mean. And the Kavanaugh was a good example. Look, the moment you say, I believe women, what you're saying is gender determines truth. That is an amazing statement. If I said, I believe men, wouldn't I be re regarded as a fool? And I, and I would be a fool. You would be right to say that. If I said, I believe, I don't believe men and I don't believe women. I believe evidence. That makes me a conservative. Leftists don't believe evidence because the evidence may run against their preferred victim group. In this you know, case, women. I, I, uh, I fear for the country. You I should. Th I think we're going to pull it out.
But with the media disintegrating, uh, and it is, um, I don't know. So, Dennis, thanks for taking the time, and I, I want you to go out and have a uh, nice lunch. <laughs> I'm going to work out now as it happens. All right, go, no, get out there because we we got to have yes. everybody uh, in good shape here. Thanks, Dennis. Happy New right. Year. Thanks for coming. Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.